Welcome back to the Terrible Warriors, where we continue with our re-release of the audio from our live streams hosting Tabletop Tuesdays with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders. Every Tuesday through June and July, we hosted a new one-shot RPG, and this is the second portion of our sixth stream, where we played a game of love and insanity aptly entitled Madness and Desire. It's a two-sided die. I'm telling you, I'm not messing around. Anyone says it's something that it's not, I will, Cthulhu will, will bring righteousness their way. Anyways, welcome back to Terrible Ter- Ter- Tabletop Tuesdays. I'm Justin Ecock from Terrible Warriors. And every week when we're playing our one shot, and in this case, one page RPGs, we have our special guest joining us every week as well. And this week, of course, it's Jeremy Cobb from Three Black Halflings. And uh, this is our time to bring our guest up to the screen where I get to uh, get to know Jeremy just a little bit uh, and and learn about what what you're what you're up to and and also well, first how are you enjoying uh, madness and desire? Oh, I'm having a great time. I'm really hoping that uh, I'm able to sway Cthulhu more to my side, show him that I'm better than that too that he rated me, which is absolutely <laughs> what What does a scale of one to 10 mean to an eldritch being of unknowable cosmic energies? Like, Well, see, I was willing to accept the, the unknowable eldritch number that I thought he was giving initially. And then when they got translated into a two, uh, I felt like I really had the rug pulled out from under me. <laughs> and that's it. You are away. the only one who has had actual contact so far with the Great Old One. So I do feel that like that does give you a bit of an advantage further down, unless you were running on the strategy of like mystery being your greatest weapon. But that doesn't seem no. to be uh, that doesn't seem to be Gucci's style. <laughs> no, I am not sexy and mysterious. I am sex crazed. Uh, there is no subtlety here. Now, uh, how about Jeremy Cobb? Uh, how have you been with uh, one-page RPGs? Do you uh, what, what, what's what's your what's your take on on this like design challenge of cramming a whole game onto a single piece of paper? Oh, I think it's really cool. I think uh, they are, of course, necessarily usually very simple, uh, which also makes them very easy to pick up and play. I think this is the third one I've played because I played Honey Heist. Uh, with the questing time folks. Actually, I played Honey Heist and Sexy Battle Wizards with the oh, questing yeah. time folks, uh, which is an absolute blast. Uh, but yeah, I've enjoyed it. Like, I think I think uh, it's a really fun medium to work in that's like, obviously, though, at least the ones that I've played have not been designed for ongoing, like, deep no, stories. No. Yeah, it's more just like, <laughs> let's just play a game. So, have this is the thing you pull out when your dungeon master cancels on you and you're all still exactly. showing up for the night and you're sitting around the table going, I don't know what to do. And you pull this one out of an envelope and you go, there, we're, we're playing big motherfucking crab truckers that's that's the one we're playing tonight and uh, exactly <laughs> and off you go yeah <laughs> it's just they like, also are like um and a lot of them tend to also be like prototypes of like working out an idea or working out a single mechanic and just uh workshopping with a thing that might be used later in a bigger project but you know i i, I do see them as a, a especially among creators like grant howitt where they're like a creative challenge just to keep the engine going in between bigger projects right Mm, yeah, I haven't I haven't played enough to know, but I'm imagining 
that in some cases they even could be worked into like bigger more like robust oh, sure. games as either like mechanics that can be used like elements of them or like mini games that could occur I was playing in a larger urban fantasy game that used a one-page RPG as a game within a game that the players' characters in the game played a game of. And so to keep it simple, because one-page RPGs can be so simple that you can kind of insert it. So, well, now we're playing this game in this game. Anyway, uh, yeah, Jeremy, cool. tell me about Three Black Halflings. If we uh, wanted to learn about your podcast, uh, what is uh, what is this all about and what could we expect if we wanted to, to listen in? Where should we start, too? Because some people have different uh, entry points that they would recommend uh, to jump in on their shows. Mm. Well, I may sneeze at any point. So if that happens, then great. Ugh. But uh, more, I can feel the sneeze just dancing in the back of my nose. Um, Three Black Halflings is a primarily Dungeons & Dragons podcast, but we also talk about other areas of, like, nerddom, whether it's movies, TV shows, uh, video games, uh, anime, sort of, uh, so on and so forth. But uh, the main focus, especially initially, uh, and it has been a recurring focus for us, is focusing on um, inclusivity and diversity in nerd spaces in TTRPGs. So f we started off talking a lot about uh, the various ways that like racial issues are handled in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, the way that uh, an early topic, for example, was the way that certain races are coded, uh, calls to mind a lot of like negative uh, historical stereotypes uh, that people have used for various real groups of people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the middle of all of these more serious topics, we tend to take a very lighthearted uh, and chaotic approach to discussing them. There's usually a lot of laughter, a lot of tangents. Uh, it's a lot of not just like chuckling, like full cackling. Uh, we do interviews with all sorts of D&D &D folks. Uh, we also do D class deep dives. Literally before this, I had it. Uh, we, we did a class deep dive into the Paladin uh, class uh, joined by Emily Axford uh, from not another D&D &D podcast mention 20, etc, etc. She's been on our show a bunch of times, uh, mostly doing actual play because we also do actual play. Uh, oh, yeah. We are basically a full on variety show show uh i'm actually the resident dm uh Just so i do potpourri of tabletop adventures exactly yeah uh we and emily joined us for outlaws and obelisks which is a post-apocalyptic north africa inspired western setting that i made uh we had an absolute blast uh, i was uh the, the main three black halflings crew plus emily connie chong from um transplaner for anybody who's checked that out uh and our resident bard johnny charles who does like all of our music and so forth Excellent. And uh, you can find out there Three Back Halflings, uh, the, the uh, Twitter handle there under Jeremy's name. Uh, check out the podcast. It is a lot of fun. You just did a review on Stranger Things, which is uh, timely and wonderful. And uh, yeah, go check out the podcast. It, you, you'll, be, you'll be thankful that you did. There's some great conversations that are happening in there. Uh, and conversations that do need a bigger light, uh, especially in the tabletop industry. We've got a lot of work to do here, everyone. Like, let's not, you know, push it under a rug and pretend that we don't. And uh, lastly, uh, Jeremy... Before we get back to it, I have a very important question to you. Is this a coin or a die? Is this a loaded question? 
<laughs> Let's bring everyone back and find oh, out boy. who won <laughs> the Bake Off Challenge. Look at it. Look, no, it says in the very fine print, you might not be able to see this on my camera, this is how we roll. It's a clearly a D2. It says so. It's a two-sided... I mean, what? how else would you do a two-sided like die? Could, I'm just saying you like can you could also unwrap it and there'd be chocolate inside. What makes a, pot, what makes a shape a die? And what makes a shape a coin? Like, like I could say that that's not a D4. That's a pyramid. That's not a that's not a D6. That's a cube. It can be both a coin and a two-sided die. Well, a coin isn't a shape. A coin is a classification. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Coin is a concept. Why can't a why can't a golf ball be a die? Like a D100. Just, that's basically a golf ball. I'm just saying that we had a like that. You know, where it's rounded, so it's either that side or that side, and it's not, like, coin-shaped. And that would have avoided the whole issue. I that looked it up. That precludes the suggestion that we wish to avoid the whole issue. I wish to avoid the issue right now. The madness takes hold of the table as we return to the kitchen to find out who won the Bake Off Challenge on Madness and Desire. Was it Team 1? The solo team by Squiddy Jimbo, abandoned by Moss Ivley to make a dog-inspired uh, uh, thing that it actually looks more like a dog excrement-inspired thing, and yet surprisingly edible. Or was it from Team 2, the once-two team, now trio of Moss Ivley, Spicy Meatball, and Gooch, percentage name, or percentage sign, TM, uh, making the mansion inspired cake of the house that themselves are in uh it, it all comes down to the judges uh let's see i tested I, I was testing this all during our seven minute break but it, it all comes down live folks can i spin this because i refuse to flip a die nope didn't work flip okay it. Flip, it. flip it it's one <laughs> Squiddy Jimbo. Squiddy wins. Squiddy. Yeah. No, that's Squiddy. why you, you flip coins because that was rigged. <laughs> you want me to flip? I flipped it. I did flip it the second time. I actually flipped it but gave up one. I didn't um, see it. Okay, that time it was two. Okay, best two out of three. Okay. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, that did, it did show up on the camera. All right, there we go. That's a two again. Uh, uh win. So, Squiddy, you, uh, do you feel robbed? Yes. Because it, it looked like Spicy Meatball and uh, uh, pulled out a, a, a hole. And hold on, can we go back to the judges and check again? I a little, I a little note out of Gooch's rulebook and uh, rules it. As, a, as the broadcaster, <laughs> I, I feel yeah, robbed. I blackmail the judges? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Squiddy wasn't even supposed to be here. Squiddy, uh, let's go to a quick confessional screen with you uh, to check in on your feelings of the matter. You were robbed both of your teammate and of your prize, and now <laughs> of winning a competition you didn't know existed until you fell out of a taxi cab one hour ago. Um, what's going through your head right now uh, with this with this uh, absolute betrayal and injustice that is happening on this so-called television program? that's exactly it i feel like i was robbed of my teammate i was robbed of my victory and now i gotta rob them of their their poontang <laughs> that's the only way to get even yeah you put so much work into your cake too right i did i did <laughs> moss ively let's let's cut to a quick confessional with you moss ively uh you betrayed your teammate and it worked out for you 
your team cinched the win. Uh, what's going through your head? Do you have any regrets about what you did? Well, you see, I feel that you kind of reap what you sow, and Squiddy Jim wasn't really reaping nothing, so he didn't sow to victory. Um, so, no, I don't feel very uh, very conflicted about leaving his uh, their ass behind. Um, their ash behind. I, I prefer I prefer my new teammates. They keep telling me I have nice shoulders. I can fit in them, which I'm not really sure what that means yet. But I'm sure. All social find media. Out. Squiddy was robbed. Squiddy was robbed. Starts appearing <laughs> up on the bottom of the screen. People detect just like again on Drag Race where they throw up the hashtag to follow through with it. Uh, let's go check in with Gooch. Um, I, I just realized in the head. I just I really want to call you the Gooch, but it is not the Gooch. It is just Gooch. Correct. No, yeah. the Gooch was taken. <laughs> we tried the Gooch, but it was unfortunately it meant something completely different than what we what we thought. Um, now, instead I, of thoughts for the contest, what exactly are you then going to use this confessional as an opportunity to promote? If you or a loved one feel as though you were robbed by a reality show of your rightful win, then you need to call 1-900-GET-GOOCH because you might be entitled to compensation totaling millions of hear... dollars or whatever eldritch currency you use. You hear Squiddy <laughs> interrupting, just like, you stole from me, you jerk! Yeah, 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 Squiddy comes <laughs> into the confessional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do you attack Gooch in the confessional recording and roll oh, yeah. violence? Yeah, I'm gonna try. Uh, so you're you're drunk. You've stormed onto set. Uh, I'll definitely let you roll two dice unless you can explain how the hot blonde plays to roll. But I think you're just angry and drunk. I'm just, yeah, I'm just angry. Yeah. <laughs> roll two. One eight hundred. Get gooch. Gooch and ass. Associates. <laughs> I did not do good. Oh, how bad did you do? What did you roll? Five and three. Uh, oh, that is bad. That's no bad. successes. Things have gone dramatically wrong for you. Um, you get... Uh, <laughs> and before you can even make it to Gooch, the security team... Of course, keep in mind, this is a security team built around wrangling an eldritch god on a romance reality show. So that means they have cattle prods. And <laughs> this isn't just tasing. This is you just get cattle prodded you drop to the ground you throw up all over the ground and you're uh, knocked unconscious dragged out of the confessional and uh sorry about that uh mr gooch or is it just gooch it is gooch it is just, just gooch gooch just gooch um uh, final thoughts before we move on if you or a loved one have been assaulted <laughs> by the security ah! team of the, 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 the cattle wielding security team of a highly immoral, illegal, I would say amoral, because this the the great El elder god is above morals, then you might be entitled to compensation in the trillions of whatever eldritch currency you utilize contact 1900 get gooch today uh gooch and ass gooch and ass associates uh we uh of course uh remind our viewers that if you would like to vote for justice for squiddy uh you can do so by subscribing to the dungeons and do-gooder stream right now uh for our 100 subs to august uh if we can get just two subscriptions in the next hour, we will find justice for Squiddy. 
in the form of one of the three people who betrayed him will be fed to Cthulhu tonight at a feasting ceremony. Now, uh, uh, in talking about feasting and talking about winning, let's talk to the winner, the winning team, the captain of Team 2, the Madhouse, is Spicy Meatball. Spicy Meatball. Um, your team clinched the win. You pulled it off. You've got the win, and you've got one question that you get to ask Cthulhu. Uh, how do you feel? What was that like uh, going into your first date her challenge and how feeling going into your second challenge of the oh. evening well honestly it's so unexpected i never i'm just kidding i absolutely expected to win <laughs> and of course you know i had to make pull make up the slack for uh, my teammates you know but i think ultimately i pulled it off and i'm just i just hope cthulhu was watching and saw my potential uh, going into the next challenge, uh, who do you think we have to be on the lookout for? Who's your biggest rival in Me. Madness and Desire? Me. Oh, you're, you're, you're your biggest competition? Well, who else? Does that mean that you're also your biggest liability? Oh my god. <laughs> I see Meatball having a moment of, uh, I think I need a rare that. moment of clarity. <laughs> Live on tape. Yeah. Wow. I just realized I'm my own obstacle. Can we turn the cameras off? Can I have a moment to myself, <laughs> just, just a camera. Hand in front of the camera. Hand in front of the camera. As we cut back to, to the main group. Uh, oh, I back outside. Question, oh, you got one question. Yes, yes. You got one question that you get to ask Cthulhu, and I will answer it uh, truthfully for whatever it's worth. What is, fa what is Cthulhu's favorite muscle group? It's obviously the obliques. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and the um, the unmentionables. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go work on my kegels. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, we then uh, return. It's um, late into the night. It's like tonight, a full moon hanging over the sky. But it's a moon that has lasted unnaturally long, as it feels like you have been in this mansion for days and yet this moon has not moved the sky does not move and the stars do not look like our stars the moon does not look like our moon there looks to be more than one moon above our sky on the mansion this night will never end this will be your tomb welcome back to madness and desire where we find out who will feast or be feeded upon the table of love tonight with cthulhu the great old one i'm jamie J, your host uh where do we find? Where, where in the mansion? Before I interject with the next challenge card, and I'll roll to see what brings it in. What, where in this mansion, uh, Gooch, would you uh, say the team ends up? Um, as where is it? Like you know, the gardens, the the baths, the the library. Like think of all the places that you would find in basically Bluebeard's oh, wow. mansion. Where do we go to next? Um, I think that I that we I would try and make sure that I and the rest of my team ended up as far away from the infirmary slash jail area as possible. And then a, a, after we kind of get settled, I excuse myself to go to the bathroom. I immediately go to wherever Squiddy is being held uh, and, and attempt to recruit them as a client to sue the show for assault. <laughs> 
So uh, yeah, Squiddy, you're actually battery. being kept in like a dank, dark, medieval-style chamber down in the basements to like sleep it off after your uh, like uh, uh, attack by security. And uh, yeah, Gooch, it, it looks exactly like the scene from Silence of the Lambs, the long hallway mm. and and the bars. Uh, but behind each bar are creatures that do not form description in your mind even as you see them hiding behind the bars as you walk down the hallway and at the very end of the hallway there's the glass wall with the whole the air holes punched in for for the human that, that they've put in there and it's squiddy jimbo sitting at a table uh it maybe um uh you've got like uh some like tomato juice for the hangover <laughs> you got you got some eggs <laughs> yes uh Upon seeing the, this dungeon environment, I would have reached into my briefcase, pulled out a gimp mask. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Put it on, <laughs> zipped it up in the back and been like... I was ready for this. Yep, I came prepared. Uh, <laughs> and, and also just a choker. Uh, and come down and be like, there's some small glory holes they got here, pointing to the air holes. Uh, how, how you holding up? I mean... It's better to hang out with you assholes. God. Mm, it's true. We are assholes. Gaping assholes. Um, <laughs> but that's that's enough of the sexy talk. Uh, no, no, no. Let's let's keep with the let's sexy keep the talk, sexy talk going. Yeah. <laughs> you use you use you use your only courtroom lingo that comes to mind. I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. Uh, so I'm thinking. In the midst of all these gaping assholes, <laughs> you're, you're, you're someone without a hole to crawl into, and I came here to offer you mine. I can help you get revenge on this show. Well, I saw what they did to you. It was hot, but it was wrong. And they're... now. <laughs> Do we want to do the reality show thing where we can also tell the audience what you're really thinking while you're talking to each other in this, like, because mm. both of you are exes, as was established mm. at the beginning. Like, you've hooked up before. You This is your former lawyer and your former one-night stand. Uh, uh, back together again, reunited on this show. Um, it feels so, so do good. We, Squiddy, what do you say to the audience? And then what do you say to Gooch? Uh, so what I say to the audience... Uh, is I know this guy pretty well. I know what makes him tick. I think I can control him. And then it'll cut back to reality. And before you do that, you're going to then roll love because you're playing with romantic resolution, right? Or persuasion. And your number is four, so you're rolling over that number. Me? So we're going to see how much of a hot mess you remain. Uh you rolled a two. No, no, like my, my number is two. Oh, your number is two. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, you got, your number is two. So when you're rolling love, um, uh, low love numbers inflame your desire roll. So, uh, oh, no, wait, wait desire. I, I want a high number. You roll over your love number. Yes. Okay, so it's just one. So you roll just one. Just roll the one. Uh, yeah, the one die. Unless you want to do this in a drunken wait. mess. Well, there's also there's a sexual component, right? Maybe there's a hot blonde who gets involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole you use, are you using your, your himbo charm oh, on yeah, Gooch? Definitely. Yeah, 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 was, yeah. Absolutely, forgot, you're rolling two die. I forgot to say, I, I was, like, fingering the air hole as, as like, maintaining <laughs> yeah. eye contact, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Excellent. Graphic. Wonderful. Uh, I got a six and a two. Two 
uh, is uh, enough to get a question with Cthulhu here in this confessional, but not enough to persuade Gooch unless you'd like to be persuaded anyways. Well, he got a six too, didn't he? Is that, yeah. uh, is oh, the six uh, um, oh yeah, you're rolling. You're rolling over. I'm sorry, I keep mixing up what's over and lower. So yeah, you, you it succeeds, um, but you're caught doing something unflattering on camera. Um, so the camera is positioned, watching you and Gooch, and you're fingering the uh, air holes. My other hand in, is down in, my pants. In the wall. And the camera catches everything because you forget that it's a see-through wall and not just a one-way mirror that for some reason you thought it was a one-way mirror. And it wasn't a one-way mirror. It's see-through plexiglass. So they see everything. Yeah. And everything <laughs> for the folks at home is mostly pixelated. Mm -hmm. And it's just like The Sims, just a whole bunch of squares just appear There's over Squiddy Jimbo. A lot of this going on. You can see the shoulder movements. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just a lot of that. Um gooch you're talking to the audience what do you say to the audience and then what do you say back to squiddy back in this scene uh i'm gonna be talking to the audience and i'm gonna say now i've spent some very intimate time with squiddy and i know squiddy likes to feel like he's in control so i am going to set things up so that he feels like he can control me hold my leash maybe literally we'll see uh it's a new dog thing i'm trying it out uh but um <laughs> i was kind of inspired by the headless dog to be a human dog anyway i'm getting i'm getting sidetracked uh i'm thinking that this the better way to do this and this is how i've lived my life is playing both sides if you know what i mean uh in every sense of the word and i'm hoping as many people as i can get in with the better and this is just one more connection that i can establish i want all these people inside of my pocket and when i say pocket i don't mean pocket Bow, wow. when, do you also reach your hand through the air hole to Squiddy Jimbo's offering of a finger through the hole? When he sticks air. his finger through the hole, I just kind of uh, uh, look around as if I'm checking for cameras and then just put gently put my mouth on it. Ooh. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was going to say when your hands touched, the whole plexiglass wall was going to drip and form into handcuffs, connecting your wrists together. Um but you were talking about the dog collar anyways. So it comes down and it connects around your neck instead of your wrist and around uh, Squiddy Jimbo's wrist. And, uh, and, and there's a small little leash now connecting the two of you together as uh, a teddy bear standing in the doorway stands beside you with another uh, 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 date card envelope ready to be opened. A, an identical sentient teddy bear will also arrive next to Moss Ivley and Spicy Meatball, and they will present what the challenge is. So Gooch and Squiddy, we'll see you in a moment. You're about to find out what the challenge is. But first, let's check in with Moss Ivley and Spicy Meatball to see what they have been up to during this conjugal visit happening down in the deep, dark, dank basement. Uh, where in the mansion are the two of you post-Bake Off challenge? More importantly, do we know where Cthulhu is? Cthulhu stands above you in both the shadow of the moon and in the light of the moon and also appears to be bathing in the fountains out in the gardens behind the mansion. Okay, so I'm just going to... And is also working their way through many of the windows of the mansion, so Cthulhu is both everywhere at once. Mm. 
Okay, so, like, is he at all at the gym? Like, is he paying attention to the gym and the work I'm putting into myself? Um, I guess it comes down to rolling the die to see if you can get Cthulhu's attention. Moss Ively, are you spotting for spicy meatball? Yeah, I would say Moss is spotting um, for spicy, but is also, like, doing his own uh, wrist extensions and toe curls. (laughs) I'm... Are you both trying to out... Uh, like gym rat the other? No, Moss Isley is trying to show compassion through fitness versus hostility through fitness. So you're like you're trying you're offering pointers on like working on your form and doing that, and Spicy Meatball is only focusing on like the vanity muscles, right? Yes. <laughs> like- and, and, and make spot me while I kegel. Okay, and I'm like, well, that's great, but you should know that lots of fitness, like, toning is a myth in the fitness industry. You just kind of lose weight where you lose weight. It's not really like... Violet, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing this since you were in diapers. I really don't think so, little lady, but <laughs> thank, you, thank you for thinking I'm young. Anyway, we're, I'm going to the fountain to show off my Spice, spicy meatball. Roll madness and roll uh, at least two, but I think three might work because you're still just no. You're not here to make friends. This no, isn't. I don't need this. This help. isn't madness and and friendship race. This is madness and desire Who is this race madness and friendship race. Who is this? <laughs> Moss Ively, you are going to roll Desire, right? So you're also trying to keep the peace, uh, and you're using your rural charm. Uh, So I'll let both of you roll three die as you both continue to, like, power walk and kegel walk your way to the fountains to try and get the eye of Cthulhu. I don't know if I want to be over or under, but I got a five, a four, and a six. I got a three, a four, and a six. When you're rolling Desire, you're rolling over. So I got three successes. A five, a four, and a six. Holy smokes. A spicy meatball. I got a three, a four, and a five. And, okay, so you only got two successes. Well, actually one, because the four is a tie. But the four is the number. The four is the number that you're trying to roll under. And when you get the exact... love number, right? When you roll the love number, you get to ask Cthulhu a question. Okay. But Moss Ively will be the one who gets the one-on-one scene. Fine. That will then move into the teddy bear revealing our date card and our final challenge of the night. So, uh, Spicy, um, while you're uh, out walking Moss Ively, and Moss Ively, of course, got the one-on-one with Cthulhu and found themselves in a place. You went out to the fountain, but Moss knew where Cthulhu really was, and you found them at, at, the, at the right location. Spicy, how did that feel when Moss uh, was able to outmaneuver you with this like hillbilly charm that they've got? this plebeian thinking that they can outmaneuver me my goodness like i've like oh i work the fields i have real muscle <laughs> i told the earth uh, what uh what what question do you have for peasant. cthulhu i'm sorry what question do you have for cthulhu what does he think of my kegels <laughs> uh, <laughs> what does um what does what does a being of unimaginable knowledge and age think of a, a, a moat of dust blowing across a grain of sand on a sandy beach? Like, am I clenching hard enough? <laughs> um, I have to know. Definitely, 
is feeling the effort and is interested in knowing how much you can squeeze. Well, there's only one but, way to find out, isn't there? Um, it does seem that Cthulhu is more interested in Moss Ivly right now as <gasps> you get uh, the, the attention of the Bringer of Madness. Where in the mansion did you find Cthulhu? And you um, turned a corner. You you lost Spicy Meatball, who was heading out to the fountains. And you you outmaneuvered. You went somewhere else. And maybe it was even by accident. You're just like, oh, hello. Um, I think that when she's going out to the fountains, I dipped, and it's like this like really gothic rose garden that's covered in like these weird thorny bush things. And I'm like, oh, hello. Um, is wow, you're a a lot handsomer in person. Is actually the tentacles that are moving around the hedgerows have collected a number of roses and thorns, and it just looks like a long vine right now, not a tentacle. And it does seem that Cthulhu right now seems to be tending in an unknowable way to the gardens. Oh, wow. I see you got yourself a pretty green uh, tentacle there, and I'm one of a green thumb myself. Would you like some help with your garden, uh, cutie? Patootie. And the tentacles rip out from the ground. An archway of hedgerows is opening a door into a secret garden. I so thank you kindly, and I'm mosey on in. Um, and... and then the hedgerows close down, and they just shrink in from above, and the whole maze collapses in on you. <laughs> and do we then just fade to black? Am I alive? <laughs> You're gonna show up to the challenge with soil all over yourself, bits of rose and thorns, maybe a few love scratches uh, from, from your time in the hedgerows. Um, but uh, we cut to a confessional, Moss, as you're still picking rose from... Well, where are you picking the rose from? <laughs> well, got a little bit on my shoulders, got a little bit my behind, but honestly, it was just a good old sensible, like time in the dirt you know i was really <laughs> expecting you to say the pecker dirt. at some point <laughs> the pecker. Oh, i hang out in the mud oh you know it's a good old wrestling moment with some mud some mud wrestling with the with the tentacle but no i'm a gentleman i don't i don't like to kiss and tail and that's when i pull like a thorn out of like my ass <laughs> also it seems every time you do tell someone what happened uh, their brain starts to bleed out of their nose and the knowledge of that event seems to like break their madness just a little bit more. Spicy oh, Meatball, Cthulhu's yes. not waiting for you at the fountain. Instead, a teddy bear, a sentient teddy bear with little clockwork eyes is standing there with a card with the Madness and Desire MD wax stamp in it and then written onto it, it says, Date Card. And uh, as you open it up, it says, the next challenge on Madness and Desire and the final challenge of this evening will be an interpretive dance with your teammate, Moss Ively. And no! just as you yell, no, a bunch of vines come out of the ground and grab both of your wrists and pull you down. And when you pull your wrists up out of the ground, you pull Moss Ively out of the ground and your wrists are connected by a vine tentacled handcuff. The two of you will perform a dance in front of Cthulhu in the final ceremony. The best dance will then be faced off into a final one-on-one -on -one showdown challenge to find out who will be chosen and be given the ring of madness and desire from 
the great bringer of madness, Cthulhu. Uh, and Squiddy, Jimbo, and Gooch, you are already waiting out in the gardens tonight underneath the full moonlight as a great brazier has been lit onto a open, like, marble dance floor, like Parthenon that has been built uh, for an audience of one and an audience of many for Cthulhu's mind is unknowable as they stand overshadowing the entire, like like they're blocking the moonlight, casting a, a silhouetted shadow over the Parthenon. Um, the, uh, or, or like a, a, like a, I'm thinking of the half circle, like Greek or Roman theater with the, the rising yeah. steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. I, I might have gotten Amazing. the name wrong. So anyways, yeah. like, Amazing. Moss, do you and think you so, want to abandon me this time and, and go with them? Well, you won't be able to because, uh, you know, the teams weren't supposed to break up last time. So we are actually resorting to bondage this time to keep the teams together so that you are forced to dance like your lives might actually depend on it uh, because they do uh, your love lives, of course. <laughs> now, dance, dance, monkeys, dance, and uh, and and uh, and it's time for uh, the final showdown, uh, which I guess is the closest thing Madness Desire has to a lip sync battle. Um, what um, in what 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 beat of madness plays to to your minds as you? work together or do you even bother working together well let's check in squiddy jimbo and gooch you um are are leashed to each other and different from the handcuffs um so your interpretive dance um what dance do you wish to come up with to impress cthulhu to be able to uh, be down for the choice of who they're going to pick on who's going to stay and who's going to is, is definitely going to be just like club music like really loud just like lots of bait the whole time uh, as for dance um, I'm willing to work with you on this but I think starting off I'm gonna just straddle you from behind since we're handcuffed well my hand is handcuffed to your mouth what? yes It's a, yes, I guess I, I was thinking it was more of a collar but you're right it was the mouth so it then formed into like a uh uh, a ball gag situation that then is is connected by a thin chain of glass that connects to the wrist. This is a really uh, awkward I setup. Through the, I say around the ball gag. Ahoy, Alid. Uh, <laughs> and whatever music we're playing, I would like to use my lawyerly abilities to get it uh, to clear the sample or to clear the uh, to clear to clear the uh, clear the song. Copyright. Yeah, yeah, clear the clear the rights. Uh, and I would also like to provide huge amounts of baby oil uh, as I sensuously uh, basically help us get all limbered up and slippery and smooth as, you know as much as we need to be for this dance you lube up the outside i'll lube up our insides and i pull out my flask <laughs> just pouring it into your mouth and in my fingers and then into me <laughs> uh i'll say around the ball gang i'll say you know they say don't drink and drive but uh i'm drinking and you drive me crazy <laughs> you know what <laughs> I'm starting to like again. I think I remember. Maybe this is the real. This is why the two happen. of you. Why, why the two of you should never. Why, 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 why the two of you ever break up? We go quick confessional side by side. What are the two of you thinking about each other on the dance floor? 
you know, love can be found on the dance floor. What's happening here between you two? Yeah, Gooch, let's check it with a quick confession. Because again, like, like what's going through your mind as you're going into the final showdown? This, this mm-hmm. is a do or die battle for your life, uh, for Cthulhu. Uh, what, uh, what, 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 what were you two thinking? Um, do you want to go first, Squiddy, or should yeah, I go? Sure. Uh, so, and are we? We are literally side by side in the confessional. If you want to be, or or can like they're usually all still out, single like, shots. It's just edited like a, back and forth, yeah, so you're finishing yeah. each other's sentences through the I'm edit. Like, can it be like his arm is extended off, and I, yeah, I'm like, like my I, ear, I'm wearing yeah, earmuffs we together. <laughs> I'm wearing earmuffs, so I can't can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> That's true. For some reason, even though the game was ended by the time the confessionals were written, uh, that that that's clear that the, that this was actually a permanent fix. There was no key for these locks, and this is how you will be. This is your life now. God damn. Uh, I'll just say, yeah, lawyer is a lot more fun. I remember. I think he's really explored himself, and that's respectable. That's attractive. <laughs> However, I will drop him as soon as I see a tentacle coming. So, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I just can't hear a thing. I just have he- headphones. <laughs> Or yeah, earbuds and on. then put a finger in my ear. <laughs> uh, I'll look at the camera and I'll say, "So, I think Squiddy is very hot, and he's a great time. My problem is he's always drunk, and in order for us to carry on any kind of relationship, that means I always have to be drunk, and that's just not an option in my line of work. The only kind of drunk I can be all the time is love drunk. So, as much as I enjoy this, I've always thought this was more of a fleeting." Uh, attorney client privileges uh, situation if you know what I'm saying uh, rather than a committed relationship that said I am absolutely uh, planning on showing Cthulhu what he's missing and getting him a little jealous to see that I'm with this person maybe maybe that turn that two uh, into a ten you know what I'm saying you put the power of attorney in power bottom and uh, hey. <laughs> all right, Moss Ivley and Spicy Meatball, what does your dance number look like? The two of so, you t- so uh, chained together by thorns on the inside, rose vines. So I think the song is probably something like um, that. Oh, that like an '80s workout song. Um, this is like power synth in the background. I was thinking the Warrior. Where's yeah. The- I'm thinking of like, oh, uh, let's get physical. That song. It's that song. Okay, okay. But they're, but they're lying. It's actually dancing. a mashup of He's a Maniac, Let's Get Physical, and I Need a Hero. But they're all like playing, not in a mashup, but actually at the exact same time, just on top of each other in a cacophony of noise and insanity. And we're, and we're line dancing and square dancing is absolutely what we're doing. And I think like, uh, I'm. Tr- I basically am not even registering Moss. I'm like swinging Moss around like a baton with my arm, with my muscles. Everyone, we're gonna give one final die roll on your team's dance number. How you are doing? If you wish to go madness or desire, you can have a look at that one page. Uh, <laughs> that is our RPG, and you can tell me what you would like to aim for. If you're like like directing conflict, escalating the drama, or if you wish to um, 
have a more persuasive, sexually charged dance. What do you? What? What? What is your weapon of choice? I guess for this final scene uh, to win over the heart and to lose your mind to Cthulhu. Oh, Ma- Moss is bringing the sex, <laughs> the the desire, into her swing dancing hips. You're going full old school, classic, nostalgia, wonderful, great. Like, you know, you stick with, the the great old ones got to be into, you know, the classic standards, right? Yeah. And what about you, Spicy? Uh, I think, like I said, I think I'm just like, like using Ma's kind of like a baton or a ribbon and just like swinging her around. So tetherball style, tetherball, yes. You're just, just spinning them around. Uh, and around, yeah. and, and a, uh, many of my poses involve flexing. Yeah, and every time that yeah, you come around, and you just kind of you keep like posing like you know classic statues, showing off yeah. rippling muscles and defined tones, and showing off like uh, make- like look how many leg days you did not skip. Yeah, and I make sure I get as many poses that show off my Kegel muscles as I can. Okay, so for for Moss, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, two dies and spicy i'm gonna say two as well i got uh, a six and a four that's and if, I'm, ro- I'm sorry are we rolling mad or desire here well for mine was desire so high spicy meatball if you're rolling desire you're rolling over your love number of four. I feel like I was trying to roll mad because I was trying to be it like... It does sound like you're playing it a little bit more violent, though. So I'm going to say you're rolling under. Okay. And Moss, um, I mean, your love number is three. So it really... Are you rolling over or under? Are you rolling... Desire. Sounds like you were doing more desire. Yeah, so you're rolling over your number. Which Two I and a five. What did you get, Spicy? You got a... Two and a five. Two and a five. Okay, all right. So that's one success. That's fine. Moss, what did you roll? got two successes i got a six and a four six and a four um you got you're gonna get away with it however between that that's three successes for your team but spicy meatball uh your success worked out but in a flattering moment is caught on camera as you're swinging moss ivly around oh no they see the one they see the one side of my trapezius that i haven't worked out as much yeah you actually well, let's just say, because you've only been working on your vanity muscles, you've got, like, yeah. just parts of your body that you really have ignored entirely. I actually and... don't have a lot of endurance, I think. Yeah, you're you're sweating so much, and you're breathing, <laughs> and your head is all red, and you're just, your heart is racing, you see the veins coming out of your neck, and you're like, this is actually work! Cthulhu, look at my giggles! <laughs> Pay attention to me! <gasps> I needed a one-on-one! Okay. Uh, Jeremy Duncan, uh, we've got uh, your your um, animal inspired uh, primal interpretive dance to bring out the nature of this creature of madness and desire. Um, what uh, we're trying to beat collectively three victory in order to uh, send. The, the other two of, of Moss, the Mossy Spicy team, or the Spicy Ivly, Spively um, uh, team. And here we've got uh, Squiddy Gooch. Moss team Squiddy Gooch. Um, what is your, what, what are you rolling here? Madness or desire? I would go for desire. I 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I'm definitely going for madness. As I said, I'm using my lawyer ability oh, right. to clear all legally all of the yeah. songs we're using as part of our montage. Yeah, no, you got it. You're I am right enough. covered myself in baby, covered both of us in baby oil. I feel like that is fully sex crazed. Uh, and I am going full madness. Uh, you go full this. dog. Like you were talking, like you were going to try this out for a bit, and then you're just going yeah. full, uh, full, full pet play, full dog, and you're just letting Squiddy um, use the desire. So, Gooch, I'm going to yeah. say with, between the lawyer and the sex craze oh, and the newly found fetish that you just, that this might just be a thing you do now. Um, you you can roll three die. Uh, Squiddy Jimbo, mm -hmm. I, uh... how, are you, how, how are you bringing desire to your half of the performance? So, the first thing I do is I take my pants off. Uh, Back to the pixels, pixels covering the whole screen. Yeah. This is great. Uh, it means no one will actually see the performance that the two of you are going to do. Through the pixels, you can make out what seems to be a tattoo that says blondes have more fun. <laughs> um, also, the be... You keep trying to show it in the confessional and they keep blurring that out as well. Look, it blurs. Look, it blurs. Uh, and I'm also going to be riding him like Miley Cyrus from Wrecking Ball. Excellent. Okay, great. And so you're just coming in. The camera is having to position itself in just, you know, nice ways to, like, not show off your bits so that they still don't, you know, break the CRTC rulings. And, uh, and, and yet uh, you're going to roll desire between your... Um, and oh, and you also did say you were going to lube up your insides as well as the yeah. outsides. So yeah. that will that will trigger your alcoholic uh, <laughs> roll. Um Blondes have more fun. Roll three dies for Desire, Squiddy. Roll three dies for Madness, Gooch. Squiddy, you are rolling over two. And uh, Gooch, you are rolling under five. I got three successes. I got one success. Wow. It ends up coming four to th your four successes to their three successes. Um, as the light of the moon moves between the two and Cthulhu is moving the moonlight itself, like the spotlight on the stage, uh, eventually the light on Spicy and Moss's stage uh, goes dim and cold and silent. So silent that you can't even hear the thoughts of your own mind playing out as the light then moves only onto Squiddy and Gooch as you continue to play for what feels like a lifetime of dancing and a, a dancing that never ends and could never end and has no beginning either. This is, this is how you were created. And this is, this is how you will be until the end of society until the end of time, until the end of all creation. And yet uh, it was only like three and a half minutes. And then the song rights ran out and the music came to an end and, and the stage lights came back on and you just hear the slapping sounds of Cthulhu's tentacles giving like a slow clap. Slap, slap, slap. Can I um, use boss as a weapon and like start hitting them? <laughs> Squiddy Jimbo, you rolled three successes, yeah, which allows for you to have a one on one scene with the great old one. So, before the results of the dance were concluded, though, plucking you out of the stage, riding on Gooch. So, I guess Gooch, you're coming yeah, along as coming you're, you're the throw pillow for this scene. Um, <laughs> Uh, the tentacles wrap you up and lift you up off of the stage and away from the increasingly cold environment that Spicy and Moss seem to be left in as you feel like the heat of your own body is escaping um, from you as everything around you is just in. turning into stone. Uh, Squiddy and Gooch. I'm kept warm. Uh, uh, Squiddy with Gooch adjacent <laughs> are lifted up 
and where where is it that Cthulhu sets you down for your one-on-one scene? Like, uh, you know, like the patio that's at the top of the mansion? The terrace? Yeah. Yeah, that just, like, overlooks the entire everything. Uh, that's where I'm going. And even like a wrecking ball you are lowered down and and a little bit heavier though because again tentacles of cthulhu ripping a part of the ceiling of the roof and just scrapping it all across it's like parts of the ceiling collapse down in on the mansion and then lifting laying you down on the roof bathed in i guess nothing but sunlight or nothing but moonlight as you described earlier you're not wearing anything else so you're standing there in bathed only in the moonlight dancing in the moonlight in front of the ominous silhouetted shadow of of cthulhu staring down at you with their glowing unknowing eyes uh so i'm going to like up against the wall prop up my phone which i kept between my cheeks during the dance (laughs) prop up my phone turn on the video and uh, have it like looking out towards the the fencing and i'm going to stand on the fence and just just accept whatever comes or whoever comes <laughs> and then you just um, do you do you do you do a trust fall into Cthulhu's maw I was thinking oh actually if that's an option I'll do that <laughs> I was thinking it was just gonna like grab me and pull me up or something so that's what you're saying the conventional I thought it was just gonna grab me and pull me up and then all of a sudden I found myself falling into the maw exactly. of the great old one <laughs> And Gooch dragged behind. Gooch, you're you're <laughs> held on, but uh, as 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 a uh, Squiddy falls into the shadow, of Cthulhu, the glass holding you together, the leash just disintegrates and disappears, like uh, like it's just wiped away, like an erase board. And you feel that the, the leash goes slack as Squiddy just falls into a blackness. And where you think that they would fall into the mouth, though, it just looks like they just keep falling, like they're falling into space. And they're just drifting away into this like zero gravity. Like it's deeper and farther. It's very much like it's bigger on the inside. And he just keeps going, spinning, 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 spinning. spinning, And uh, just to top it off with a confessional, I'll just say, did I wake up this morning? I think I was going to get eaten by a space god. No. Do I enjoy it? No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The camera pans out just a little bit to show the green screen and the chair and one single camera just spinning with you in the endless void as you just drift away out into the cosmos forever to be confessing to a camera. (laughs) The, the, The little static begins to take over as you leave the range now farther than like... The like the what the, the satellite Voyager two has ever reached as you just go beyond the heliosphere and drift out into interstellar space. Squiddy or Gooch, you are dropped down back into the um, into the theater grounds next to Spicy and uh, 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 and Ivy or uh, Moss, and um, the, the the final uh, date card challenge on Madness and Desire. <laughs> has been uh has been concluded but uh i guess moss and spicy having lost the previous ground um they are uh, they're they, they're not stone but they are frozen like they're black and white the color's oh, been drained yeah. from them they don't move their eyes can still move they still seem to be able to speak and articulate um but it's clear that 
that can only mean one thing on Madness and Desire. The feasting ceremony will soon begin. And uh, as the ceremony begins, uh, hooded figures of previous winners of Madness and Desire and uh, family members, close of kin, and um, uh, the uh, 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 various members of uh, the clergy and uh, government state officials, all in hoods and those masks uh, that, that cover their eyes to blind them from the events to happen, they all come out. To, uh, to 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 witness the, the the final ceremony of Madison's Desire, and this is really what like you know the 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 show is all about. This is this is what people tune in for is uh, is is the final moment here. Um, uh, Gooch, you, do you have any um, words of praise? You want to rub it in? Do you, are you a good loser, a sore loser to Moss and Spicy before they are uh, prepared uh, to join Squiddy Jimbo? Uh, I think I solemnly look at them both. I remove the ball gag from my mouth. I make very serious eye contact with both of them, and I say, Have you, or a loved one, lost an eldritch competition and been sentenced to be sacrificed by a sinister cabal for an unknowable, uh, unknowable god? As much as that word can be applied to anything, knowing that this being exists. Well, then you might be co- uh, entitled to compensation in the, to the tune of literal unknowable amounts of money. Contact, I, and I, just, I throw my cards at them. And your I, cards are thrown through the air, and they freeze in midair just as they pass into the black and li- white light, and they don't actually reach. And they're just kind of moving very, very, very slowly towards Moss and Spicy. And what would you like to say, Moss and Spicy? I really uh, think I... You go. No, you first. You first. <laughs> Let's go with Moss first. Uh, well, I mean, I should have noticed this when I wasn't as physically intimate with the god as the other ones wanted to be. But to put me with spicy meatballs just a crime, I'm going to call 1-900-GET-GOOCH. <laughs> spicy? <laughs> you got your final I guess it's a black and white confessional fucking bullshit <laughs> it says on the bottom thing this spe- this tape was sped up by like a thousand percent because you're like speaking in like this really slow motion <laughs> I really thought my partner held me back I don't think you either got to see the full potential of my kegels I never I, I, I never skip leg day never also call 1-800-GOOCH and get this sorted out as soon as I'm done being consumed. Gooch, call me! Uh, alright, uh, finally here in front of the gallery, I mean, this is, this is where you are most at home, Gooch. Closing statements for the crowd? Uh, I say, well, <laughs> like, I think... You address them like the, the jury. <laughs> yeah, I look at it say, Uh, I think I look at them all and I say... You have seen the facts laid before you, uh, both figuratively and literally several of the facts that have gotten laid before you. And now I stand here having uh, made my case. And so uh, on that note, I rest my case. Uh, and I sit down behind a sudden bench. Um, yeah, a, a bench that has just formed from the ground yeah. and uh, sits there. Up. 
and um, the shadow of Cthulhu begins to continues to cast itself over Moss and Spicy. It, it it absorbs them, and you just see them sink into the shadow like they're dissolving into water, and they just flap away. You just hear the last thing of Spicy being. This is <laughs> and uh, Moss Ively, you're like. Criminy. Call me. And you just both sink away and join Squiddy Jim. But all of a sudden, you're both just floating in the void, and you hear Squiddy just like talking to a green screen, spinning off in this direction as you're all spinning off in that direction. <laughs> and and Gooch, they, they award you um, the mask. Uh, the the robes and the seal the the ring that forms the wax seal and uh, you um, are are brought into this secret cabal organization of um, one of the many who join in Cthulhu on this full moon on this anniversary uh, at this mansion and um, dot 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 this part is not filmed for the audience but uh you'll uh may be seen again in future episodes of madison's desire as an alumni as a previous winner of course now your job when you return to the real world is this is how people get recruited to madison desire as you go out into the world you can uh give them your business card but you've got another side to the business card with another number that they can call where uh, they can they can join in to see if they have what it takes to join this this organization. Congratulations, Gooch! You won uh, you won this episode. How does it feel to know that tonight you and a hundred other acolytes will join in um, a bacchanalian uh, dance of desire with the bringer of madness, of which you know half of you will probably not survive. Feels like a normal Tuesday to me. <laughs> yeah, better than the traffic on the turnpike, am I right? <laughs> if you've ever been stuck in traffic on your way to a bacchanalian Eldritch orgy, call one hundred. Eldritch orgy I've ever been to, please. <laughs> Can I just want to say, uh, just because he did not win, just because he's the guest, he won because he played well. <laughs> oh yeah, no, uh, our our VIPs do not always come out on top <laughs> of these games. Uh, sometimes they get chewed up under the boot of, of 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 the story, just like anyone else. It just happened that Gooch, uh, you brought uh, that special winning ingredient, which was um, a non-ending threats of litigation. <laughs> one 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 nine hundred get Gooch. One eight hundred get Gooch. Donate Gooch and ass. <laughs> Can I reckon what my actual last words like were? Yes. Is that is that it's, what your last words ended up being? No. Is you coming up with the jingle of one and one and hundred get Gooch? See you in All Stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you are just in the void. So like, certainly okay. they can just open up a door and they see like a spinning figure being yeah. like, "I'm back, ah, bitches," and you land there. And you're like I one of the, like the returning characters in the next season. Moss, Moss's uh, All Star Linus. I look pretty good for a dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whose actual line that is, but it's too good to not repeat. So that is Madison Desire by Camden Wright. It's a one page RPG which you can get for free. Uh, I believe it's just posted on Drive Through RPG. Um, you can Google Madison Desire. You can also go to Camden.com, which is Camden Wright's website, and you can learn all about that game and One Child's Heart. Email and we will print and mail it to you. Yeah, we will just not. 
Uh, well, I mean, or I mean, you can you can find me at Dice Warriors on Twitter, or you can uh, join up with the Discord, and yeah, we'll we'll hook you up. We'll tell you where they are. Uh, in the meantime, um, this is another round of Tabletop Tuesdays. I think we had a really uh, really kick ass time. Uh, thanks a lot, Jeremy, for joining us. Uh, what <laughs> from going? This is it's kind of fun being playing a romance uh, 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 pastiche of of The Bachelor because this is kind of a blind date. You joining us and playing with us and playing for the first time. How how, how did this how did this blind date dinner go? Uh, I think it went great. Uh, I definitely will keep this number. Uh, who knows if there will be a second date? I'm certainly open to the possibility. Uh, but yeah, I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. This was really really fun. Thank you so and much for coming. Thank you. Plugs, plugs, plugs. Jeremy, where can people find you if they want to follow in your wake? Yes. Well, if you want to find me specifically, I'm on Twitter at JeremyCobb1, which is Cobb with two Bs and the number one. Uh, if you want to follow the show that I'm a part of, Three Black Halflings, uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, at three that's the number three black halflings uh and if you want to check out the show we you can find us wherever pods are cast uh we also have a youtube channel uh now which i think things are actually being uploaded to which i believe let me see i'm gonna look it up right now black halflings i'm on youtube try to see if i can find the actual link to the it might just be three black halflings on you like youtube.com google it you lousy kids just google it it's easy uh jeremy what is uh what what is there any on the horizon that you can tantalize us with if we're uh looking forward to like what's what what are you about to uh reveal to us uh on on the three black halflings Yes, there are actually two things uh, that you, that are on the horizon. In addition to the regular uh, interview and deep dive and discussion episodes, we also have an upcoming two-shot uh, DM'd by Connie Chung, also featuring uh, Persephone, uh, Persephoroff, uh, Sefi, whichever name you wish to know her by. Uh, she's the bomb diggity. Uh, and Kyle from Play Nerd Allies uh, joining us. It's sort of a Mean Girls-themed college D D one shot with tons and tons of drama and then we have uh another series coming out later in, in starting in august uh which has not yet been announced but it's gonna be a big one so come back for that as well and as for the rest uh duncan uh marissa maggie thank you so much for hanging out with us on another tabletop tuesday this is uh it's always a lot of fun and then of course we got a special cat who's uh, you found in the void one of the previous contestants who have been swallowed by cthulhu in a previous episode out there in the cosmos you have found each other and uh yeah thanks for that a a regular household cat was competing with humans to sleep with yeah (laughs) Cthulhu doesn't discriminate, and also for for the first couple seasons, the early seasons of Madison Zider, Cthulhu wasn't exactly convinced that humans were actually like the uh, the intelligent species on the planet, and they're still not totally convinced. So every now and then they allow for uh, cows, cats, porpoises. Uh, uh, some forms of tree to participate in the competition as well. The bigger crime and, is the cat lost. <laughs> that that, that, that truly is. You hear the cat speak, you should see the other guy. <laughs> He's <just> floating <laughs> through space. 
That's Pippin. He's over there. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, next week, uh, I'm not quite sure exactly which game we're landing in on. But if you want to learn all about what we're going to be doing on Tabletop Tuesdays, follow D and DG Games on Twitter as well as Dice Warriors. There, right? My name's right there. And if you'd like to learn more about what we're doing on the podcast, we're currently playing through Cult Divinity Lost, this uh, ongoing uh, long-form game of playing this uh, really fun terrible horror situation uh and so uh, we're gonna be wrapping that up soon uh in august and then we'll be replaying actually the tabletop tuesday episodes on the podcast feed because i'm gonna go on summer vacation uh but if you'd like to follow that uh, exclamation mark warriors there in the chat as well as the dungeons and do-gooders they're still doing all their thing with all their DD things uh you can join their discord server and you can learn more about the games that they run that you can participate in you can play in games maybe you're a dungeon master who never gets to be a player maybe you're a player who never has time to organize your group and you've only ever met once for character creation you never got to play any more games we've all been there uh you can go and join the discord server and you can join in on ongoing games that they are there for any background experience levels so go go say say hi it is super convenient to just be able to like sign up for a time slot and just get in and play a game and yeah you know you can look at it go i'm free on that day at that time and you can just drop in yeah and one yeah. more, sh- and one more shameless plug because tomorrow is the second episode of our new series, Wavecore Summer, wave which is just core. everyone do a wave. Everyone do the Wavecore Summer wave. Everyone wave. Wavecore wave. Summer. If you've ever wondered what a bunch of idiots on a pirate ship is like, uh, you got to check it out. It's a great time. Uh, last time they almost killed a turtle. Um, by trying to save his life. Well, you so know what they you- say, second time's a charm, so maybe they'll get lucky tomorrow. They'll get you know it. Just keep <laughs> at it. Keep at it. I want to see I want to see that turtle turn to soup by this time tomorrow. Uh, yeah, and and, that, and that's at 6 6:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, as for us, we'll be back again this time again. Well, not this time next week. If you come back this time next week, you'll be coming to the end. But you know what I mean. Come back three hours earlier next time this week. And <laughs> we'll be ready to play another game with another guest with another one-shot RPG uh, right here on Tabletop Tuesdays. Thank you all for joining us. I know we're ending like 10 minutes earlier, but like, whatever. Uh, let's go have a drink, drink some water, say hi to your loved ones. They miss you. You've been here for three hours. And, you know, maybe you can just go, you know, go back into the room. And they're worried about them. you. Yeah, they're worried. Let them know you're okay. Yeah. Send out like a proof of life message and all that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We're thank you for joining us. Thank you for playing games with us. Thank you for rolling dice and telling the stories. Until thank we meet back running. again together here at Tabletop Tuesdays, be good to each other. Bye. Bye. We will return on Tuesday with the seventh selection from our Tabletop Tuesday sessions with the Dungeons and Do-Gooders, a one-page RPG that set the tone for many that would follow in its footsteps lasers and feelings be sure to check out all the offerings at the dndg twitch channel by visiting twitch.tv slash dndg games and you can stay up to date with what we have planned by following us on twitter at dice warriors we'll be back recording new games for our 10th season and if you'd like to be a part of helping to make that possible consider perhaps to becoming a sponsor today Supporters get early access to our story episodes and you can upgrade that support to join in on our private games that we host every month. To find out more about supporting the Terrible Warriors, visit patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Our theme music is by Epic Game Music. 
My name is Justin Ecock. I'm also the editor. And we will return with more Tabletop Tuesdays next week in partnership with the Dungeons & Do-Gooders, where we will boldly roll where no one has rolled before in lasers and feelings. And until we find you again here at the Terrible Warrior Table, thank you for listening. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>